In today's technology landscape, clients expect a constant flow of updates. From microservices to mobile apps, modern applications have a lot of moving components required to deliver these services. The pipeline that keeps the updates flowing is continuous delivery and optimizing time to market is what that makes it important. So hello everyone, this is Sahiti on behalf of Edureka. First let's look into the topics. We'll start by understanding what is DevOps and then we'll get into the terms CI and CD. After that, I'll brief you on what are pipelines and I'll tell you what is the difference between continuous delivery and continuous deployment. After you understand the differences, I'll exactly tell you what do these two terms mean and then I'll get into the role of Jenkins and Docker in CI-CD pipeline. So now let's get started with the session. So what is DevOps? DevOps is a software development approach which involves continuous development, continuous testing, continuous integration, continuous deployment and continuous monitoring of the complete software throughout its complete development life cycle. So this process is adopted by almost all the top companies to develop high quality products with short development life cycles resulting in great customer satisfaction. So now that you know that every company needs DevOps, let's understand the different stages involved in DevOps. Alright, so let's move on. So starting with version control system, version control maintains the code. Now what I mean by maintaining the code? Well consider a scenario where there are multiple developers writing a code for a particular application. So how will I know that which developer has made what commit at what time and exactly which commit is causing the error and if I ever want to revert back to that particular commit, how do I go back and make changes? So basically the complete concept relies on how I will manage the source code. So suppose developer A has made some commit and that commit is causing some error. So how will I know that developer A has made that commit at what time and what has he changed that is causing some error so that I can revert back to that commit and make changes. So all these kind of questions can be answered when you use version control system or you know source code management with the help of tools like git subversion etc. After version control system, we have continuous integration. Continuous integration is basically building your application continuously. Now what I mean by building your application continuously? Now consider a scenario where a developer makes a change in the source code. Now a continuous integration server should be able to pull that code and prepare a build. Now when I talk about build, build is not just you know compiling the code, but build also includes validating your source code, reviewing the code, performing unit testing, integration testing and also even packaging your applications. So when I talk about unit testing and integration testing, unit testing is basically testing each part and integration testing is how different parts work together. So that's what integration testing is. After the stage of continuous integration, we have continuous delivery. So until now your product is ready, it is tested, now it has to be delivered. So that's where continuous delivery comes. Now consider a continuous integration tool, let's say Jenkins. Now what Jenkins will do is, it will deploy onto the test servers to perform the user acceptance testing with the help of tools like Selenium. And once that is done, it will be deployed onto the prod servers for release. If this step is done automatically, then it is known as continuous deployment. But yes, if the step is done manually, if somebody has to approve it, then it is known as delivery. 
Now, once your application is live, it is continuously monitored by the tools like Nagio, Splunk, which will provide the relevant feedback to the concerned teams. So once the teams get feedback, they take that feedback, they solve the bug, and then the product goes throughout the complete cycle again. All right, guys, so these were the stages of DevOps. Now let's go back and summarize all these stages again. So we have integration in the middle that is using the Jenkins server. So any developer changes the source code, it will take that code and then it will trigger a build by using Maven, Ant or Gradle. Once that is done, it will test the source code in the test servers for end unit testing with the help of tools like Selenium or JUnit. And then what happens is it will automatically deploy the tested code right onto the prod servers for release. So to deploy the code onto the prod servers, we will use tools like Docker, Puppet, etc. And then after these stages are done, it will be continuously monitored with the help of tools like Nagio, Splunk, ELK Stack, etc. DevOps itself has a lot of tools involved. So now it is really evident to your eyes that Jenkins is the heart of your life cycle as it gives you the complete 360 view of the complete SDLC. So with this, let's understand what continuous integration is and continuous delivery. So continuous integration is like a software development life cycle. Now how does it work? So pipeline is a logical demonstration of how a software will move along various phases or stages in this life cycle before it is delivered to the customer or before it is live. So just imagine you're going to build a website which is going to be deployed on the live web servers and your product is a website or a web app. Now you will have a set of developers who are responsible for writing the code which will further go and build the web app or website. So once the team of developers write this code and commit the code into the version control system like Git or SVN. So this is the first phase of the pipeline where developers put in their code and code goes into the version control system having proper version tags. So you know which build has what kind of version tag. So any commit that happens and you find an error, you can just go to that particular version and then check the commit. So after you have your version control system phase done, then it goes through a build phase where you compile the code. So you get all the various features of that code from various branches of repositories. Then you merge them and then finally you have some compiler to compile it and that is nothing but the build phase. So in build phase what's happening is the code has been taken from the version control system and then it is compiled. So you know the code of all the features are merged and then it is compiled together. Once the build phase is done, you move on to the testing phase. So in testing phase, we have various kinds of testing depending on the type of the company or depending on the type of the product that the company is delivering. So one of the tests in the testing phase is unit test. So what happens in unit test is that you break your complete software into small little chunks. That is the complete software is divided into chunks based on different parts. So every part has a code. So it is divided into small individual units to understand how it works and when the test is completed, you have an assurance that that particular part is working. And once each and every part is tested, there is one more test that has to be performed that is the integration testing. So what happens with integration testing is now all these individually tested parts are integrated together and seen if they can work with each other or not. A software has many features where they have to work with each other. So that is tested in integration testing. After your testing phase is done, you next move on to the deploy phase 
and this is the stage where you deploy your software onto the staging area or the test server where you're going to view the code. So in the deploy phase, the code is deployed successfully and then you can run another set of sanity tests and once you think that all the parts are working and everything is fine, you can finally think that it is acceptable and then it is deployed onto the production stage, right? Meanwhile, in every step, if there's some error, Development team fixes that particular bug and then pushes it into the version control system which goes back to the complete pipeline again. So once again, if there is any error reported during testing, the feedback goes back to the dev team, they fix it and that particular product goes to the complete pipeline again. That is it again goes to the build phase, the testing phase and then it is deployed onto the prod servers. So this is how in every phase, it moves on throughout the life cycle unless we get a code or a product which can be deployed into the production server and there we can measure and validate that code. So pipeline is a logical step or a series of steps which define how software development life cycle occurs. So guys this was all about CI-CD pipeline. So now that you know a brief about all the stages in the CI-CD pipeline, let me tell you what exactly is continuous integration. So let's consider a scenario of a team which has five developers building a website which has many features. So let's say if this website to be a shopping website, right? So as we all know that in a shopping website, we have many pages like you know the user details, the past orders, the shopping carts, whatever product a person has added to his cart and so on. And then finally we also have the checkout page and so on, right? So all these different pages are known as features of the software. So when you have multiple features, you have to combine those features and merge them into a single version control system where you merge the various feature branches of the code and make a single pool of the code which can be now compromising of all the features of various branches committed by the developers and then you can build it as a product and move on to the testing phase. So what are you basically doing? You're combining all the feature branches that is all the feature codes into a single branch and once you combine it successfully, so you're then moving it to the testing phase. Now, when you merge the code and you build the code to get a single unit of the software, this is nothing but integration. So, integrating means putting all the code together from all the contributing developers and then merging the code and building it as a whole. Now, you must be wondering why do we call it as continuous integration? The reason is because everything happens in DevOps continuously. So everything is automatic. So as soon as the person commits the code in the version control system, it continuously starts merging the process and then it continuously starts also building the process simultaneously. So that is the reason that it is known as continuous integration as nobody has to wait for anything. After the stage of continuous integration, we have continuous delivery. So as and when we move on to the various stages in pipeline, we finally deliver the product because as soon as it passes the test and new features become functional, it can be used as the final area for the product. So everything happens in a continuous way. So the product is built, the product is tested, the product is then deployed onto the prod servers. So since it is continuously integrated, built, tested and deployed and delivered, this process in short is known as the CI-CD process. Now once you have the continuous integration and continuous delivery in place, the deployable unit path is called pipeline. Now what do I mean by deployable unit path? I mean the path to the production servers where it is deployed onto the live servers. So now that you've understood what CI CD pipeline is, 
So Capital One is one of the well-known brands in America and is among the top 10 largest banks in the nations by deposits. It offers a wide range of financial products and services to commercial clients, small businesses and individual consumers both online and inline at branch locations. The company was founded on the vision that the power of IT and testing could be harnessed to bring the highly customized financial products directly to the customers. Now, the initial challenge was to increase the automation while ensuring stability, scalability and security. As continuous integration practices were becoming increasingly mainstream, Capital One formed a continuous delivery tools team as a part of restructuring the company's technical organization. So this team was created to support thousands of developers by providing a solid service that helps them deliver software applications more quickly and in a more agile fashion. From a platform perspective, the technical makeup had to be extremely flexible to meet a wide variety of use cases, but it also had to be both stable and scalable. Further, as financial services company, Capital One needed its platform to be secure itself and promote improved security for the applications built with it. So, with these objectives in mind, the new shared continuous delivery tools team sought to implement the CICD practices that supported security practices without stifling developer innovation with reference to speed and security. So, the solution they found out was to establish a platform for CICD to deliver quality software with shorter time to market. So, how did they do that? So the shared continuous delivery tools team established an internal platform for automating builds, testing and deployments based on CloudBees Jenkins platform. They used the role-based access control plugin to implement an authorization strategy in which security roles were assigned to a group of users. After the initial platform rollout, the team made incremental refinements over the time to improve operational efficiency. They decoupled their Jenkins agents from masters, giving them the ability to scale masters and agents independently using the Amazon Web Services. The team began using CloudBees Jenkins Operations Center to manage multiple masters and reduce the administrative time by ensuring plugin compliance and version consistency with the update centers. So the team settled on a single default environment for all the groups. On the top of the infrastructure created by the team, a common implementation pipeline layer was also created. So this is how they used the CI-CD pipeline, you know, to solve their challenges. So after implementing the CI-CD pipeline, they saw that 90% of the pipeline was automated. So this increased the deployment frequency with 1300%. So that's a huge number, isn't it? So with the Jenkins platform, they created a service for the developers that was scalable and stable. As a result of this, the time that developers would have spent managing the infrastructure was now spent by developing business applications. And obviously, as I said, this increased the deployment frequency by year and year, right? And also, it was seen that the quality and the security of all the repeatable processes was ensured. So they implemented consistent repeatable processes in an automated fashion every time a developer wanted to commit or, you know, every time a developer wanted to deploy something. So this produced a more secure software, enabling them to deliver it faster. So guys, that was about Capital One. So it was really clear to you, right, how they faced the challenges, they solved the problems with the help of CI/CD, and they could clearly see evident results.
So, in between the discussion, you must have also observed that I was mentioning Jenkins platform, right? So, why do you think that they just use Jenkins? Why not anything else? So, why do you think that Capital One went for Jenkins platform? Why was it so important to them? So, let's understand what Jenkins is and let's understand the importance of Jenkins. So, Jenkins is an open source automation tool written in Java with plugins built for continuous integration purpose. Now consider that you have to automate the entire process that is from the time the development team gives the code to the time that code is deployed onto the production servers. So you know that there are various steps in the pipeline and you have to automate this pipeline. So how will you do it? So in order to make the entire software development lifecycle on the DevOps mode or the automated mode, we would need automation tools. So Jenkins is a really good automation tool that you can use. Now how is Jenkins going to help us? So let's know. So Jenkins provides us various interfaces and tools in order to automate the entire process. By entire process, I mean the process of the complete development lifecycle. So what happens is that, so suppose you have a Git repository where the development team commits the code and then Jenkins takes over from there. So Jenkins will pull that code and then it will move it to the commit phase where the code is committed to every branch. Then Jenkins moves it and then it goes to the build phase where it will compile the code. Now after the code is compiled and after the code is validated and reviewed, the code is tested and once all the tests are done, it is finally packaged into an application. It could be either a var file or a jar file. So what Jenkins does is it is going to pull your code from your version control system and then it is going to perform the build. It is going to compile your code. It's going to validate your code. It's going to again review the complete code. After that is done, it will perform the unit testing and the integration testing and then finally it will package your application into a var file or a jar file and then it is ready to be delivered. So that's what Jenkins helps us to do. So now you must have understood that this is the tool for basic continuous integration. But as I just said, Jenkins role is only till the application is packaged. Now if it has to be delivered, then we need some tools to deliver that product, right? So once the product or the software moves on to the staging server to deploy it, we need tools like Docker. Now what is Docker? So Docker is like a virtualization environment which we can create on the fly. So it just takes few seconds to create an entire server and deploy something on it. So to deploy some software, we will need an environment which will replicate the production environment and that's what Docker provides. So Docker is not exactly a virtual machine but it can create images like a virtual machine and then it can run as a container which will completely replicate a particular platform or an environment where you know you can deploy your artifacts or jar files or any other kinds of files and then you can test those files. Thank you and have a great day.